my, my job is to somehow make them curious enough or persuade them by hook or crook to get more aware of themselves and where they came from and what they are into and what is already there and just to bring it out. This is what compels me to compel them. And I will do it by whatever means necessary. Welcome to the Black Girls Heal podcast, where we talk about healing our intimacy disorders, unresolved trauma, and building a healthy relationship with first ourselves and then others. Every episode, we will talk about advice you can apply today to break unhealthy patterns and grow in your self-worth. I'm Sheena Lachey, love addiction coach and trauma specialist. Let's begin. With the crazy heat waves we are experiencing this summer, especially here in Texas, it can be hard to stay fresh while you're out and about. And that's why I've incorporated the Honey Pot's foaming wash and wipes into my daily routine. The Cucumber Aloe Honey Pot wipes provide a quick refresh when I leave a day of errands and head to a girls' night with friends. If you're heading to an outdoor concert or festival, the Honey Pot wipes are a must to keep you fresh between the fun. Both the foaming wash and wipes are plant-derived, backed by science, dermatologist-approved, gynecologist approved and hypoallergenic get 25% off your first order from the honeypot.co slash summer that's t-h-e-h-o-n-e-y-p-o-t dot c-o slash summer to get 25% off your first order and join the hive today welcome to the latest episode of black girls heal happy happy tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday sunday monday to you whatever day it is that you are listening to this i hope that you are thriving and having your best day ever or about to or if you're having a horrible day that you're going to do something today that gives you a little bit of peace Go grab a donut from your favorite donut shop. Go hide out in your car during your break for five minutes and take a deep breath. Girl, if you're at home with kids, go hide out in your car for five minutes. Do something. (laughs) Do something to give yourself some respite because you deserve it. So in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about how to know when you are done with your healing process. I would have to say that this is probably one of the most common questions that I get from the women that I work with. Once we start working together, it's like, okay, how do I know when this is all going to be over? (laughs) How do I know when I'm going to be fixed? How do I know basically when I'm not going to have to deal with this anymore, right? This is terrible, horrific. This is painful stuff that I don't want to deal with anymore. The answer that I give them It's the answer I'm going to give you if you've also asked this question for yourself. And it's not the prettiest answer, but it's the best one I have for right now. Maybe I'll find an alternative way to share it. But I always begin with the truth, which is, well, you're going to consistently be healing for the rest of your life. And people do not like that answer. People hate that answer, even if they don't 
specifically tell me. I see it in their faces. I see it when their when their shoulders tense up. <laughs> I see it or I hear it in the pause of words that are not said because we're all looking for, it's not an easy way out, but we are looking for just relief, just honest, true relief and peace from what we've been going through. The reason why I say that healing will be ongoing is because I don't want to set people up with the expectation that there will be a day of perfection that comes. Because I think, and I know because of what I've seen, is what happens is we get access to breakthroughs and transformation because that's not the question that people ask me. People ask me, when am I never going to have feelings and pain anymore in my life? That's basically what they're asking me. They're not asking me, okay, when do, when do I start to see the changes? When do I start to feel transformation? When do I start having access to having more peace? Those are different questions versus when is this going to be over? Because when you're looking from that black and white perspective, what happens when you do all this healing work? Let's say you're single. You do all this healing work. You clear space to be able to be open and receive. And you meet someone who's really great And because that's one of the things that you wanted to have access to in your healing. You wanted to heal all this family trauma stuff, but you also wanted to find a relationship. So let's say you find that relationship and in the process of y'all being together, you hit upon some of the things that I've been mentioning in my previous episodes about still healing the underlying layers of your intimacy disorders, of learning how to be in relationships. So you have access to this great person. Now you have to learn how to do life in a different way and to learn how to receive those things. So what does that mean? Does that mean that all the work that you've done and all the blessings that you have up until this point that they don't matter anymore, right? And so what I try to do for people and what I'm going to try to do here in today's episode is I'm going to try to give you some smaller ways of noticing when there is real impact happening in your life. Because this end goal of everything being completely perfect, which looks like never having any issues in relationships, never having any issues in your bank account, never having any issues with disappointment, that is unrealistic. You know, your kids are going to grow up and make decisions that you might not agree with, and that's going to cause heartbreak. You're going to overinvest in your job or in your business and things may not work. A global pandemic may come and take away this opportunity that you really loved. You know, like life will happen. So I want to give y'all today a set of three different things to look out for, three different steps to help you notice your progress and your healing along the way so that you don't feel like you're wasting time. So you don't feel like you're just making steps in a direction, but you don't really know quite where you're going and you don't quite know when you're going to get there or you won't be able to recognize when you get there. So the first thing that I want you to do, because we are understanding that healing is an ongoing process, is set milestones. So this is one of the first things I do with my coaching students is I have them write out what is it that we're working towards? What is it that you want to see? What is it that you want to be different along the way? And to be really specific about that, just writing out, I want to be happy or I want to 
no longer have self-doubt is really, really open-ended. I mean, what does that even mean? I think if, you know... Hey, we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. Let's take a quick break to say thanks to this week's sponsors. Hey, we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. Let's take a quick break to say thanks to this week's sponsors. Beyonce and other people can talk about in their interviews that they still struggle with imposter syndrome and low self-esteem or or minutes of low self-esteem. I think that we can take that off of our lists for being a goal versus if I didn't struggle with my low self-worth, what would I be doing differently? Right? What are the conversations I would be having? Where are the places I would be going? What are the things that I would be going out for? If I were happy, what is it that I would be doing in the morning? What would I be doing at night? What would I be doing in my relationships? What would I be saying to myself personally? And so these are the things that I want you to write out and to be clear about. What, where are we going? What's our goalpost? So that's the first thing, to get more objective in our healing process. And the reason why we want to do that is related to the second thing you're going to do, which is celebrating when you reach these milestones. Hey, we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. Let's take a quick break to say thanks to this week's sponsors. Ladies, I am so excited to share that for this podcast episode, I've partnered with eHarmony, the dating app that helps people find real genuine connection. And for me, this app has absolutely held true to their promise, connecting me to a truly incredible relationship and partnership with someone who truly gets me. Dating apps can be so hard when it comes to filtering through persons who you may not have anything in common with or who may not be super serious about the process and committed. With eHarmony's one-of-a-kind compatibility quiz, you get a baseline standard in every match of your compatibility around values, communication styles, likes and dislikes, energy levels, and so much more. My experience with eHarmony has always been superb with not only the quality of men I was matched with, but also with our compatibility when dating, eliminating the stress of feeling as if I was wasting my time. So join the dating app that helps users find their most authentic relationships. eHarmony, get who gets you and start free today. Now, the episode title and the reason that this whole episode is in existence is because of the question, how do I know when I'm done healing? And once you start to reach these different milestones, you actually need to stop and pause and celebrate the fact that you've reached them because one is a definite point that shows that you have achieved something as clear as black and white and you're able to see, oh, wow, I really did that. And secondly, you need to pause to celebrate it because... If you don't, you will run the risk of not noticing when change is happening in your everyday life. You will have that general message that I said at the beginning of, I just want to be happy and I just want everything to be okay in your mind. And when you start to have evidence that your life is changing, that you're making different decisions, that you're growing, that people around you are changing, that you're having access to all the things you ever wanted you'll miss out on that 
and you will still feel alone and you'll still feel empty and you'll still feel disappointed in yourself, but not because things are still the same, but because you haven't looked around. And so we need to learn how to be present in the moment and not always looking to the future and saying, okay, one day I'm going to feel better. And one day things are going to be different versus, okay, what am I doing today? How am I feeling today? What is different for me today? And how can I show up in these moments as my best self? How can I find joy in what is happening here, here, no matter what is going on around me, what can I reclaim my power for? And if there are things going on around me that I have no power over, then what can I do to have my pockets of peace? Can I take a moment and breathe? Can I take a moment and give myself thanks for my body? If there's something that's going on with my health, are there people around me who love me, who are taking care of me that I can give gratitude and thanks for? Right? It's, it's a different way of looking at your world. There's a mindset and a perspective shift that happens when we learn how to be present in the moment. And the third thing that you need to do to know when you're done or to be able to have these checkpoints to acknowledge when you're healing so that you can be more present in the moment is you got to bring people along with you. I've said a jillion times, but this healing work when it comes to intimacy disorders specifically or especially is not a solo job. You cannot heal your issues of trust and your issues of abandonment and your issues of shrinking when other people are around or going into ego or comparing yourself to other people. All of this stuff are things that need to be done in community. They need to be done in healthy community. And they need to be done in community because you can only get as far as your own perspective. So you could be saying, okay, I'm going to write down these different milestones and I'm going to write down my promise to myself to celebrate myself when I get there. But going back to what I was saying before about you might not wanting to be so future minded and knowing how to be present in the moment, you might not even realize when you're doing it. You might not even realize when you are being too general and not being objective. You might not be able to realize when you've done something good because you're so used to to knocking yourself down. So you need people outside of yourself who are healthy, who are available, who maybe have experience in knowing how to, because it's been their own journey, or maybe it's your therapist, or maybe it's, you know, if you work with me, if you're a coach or another healer that you're working with, or your pastor, your mentor, I don't know, somebody, somebody, y'all. We need to bring along people with us in this journey. And if you don't have access to people who are healthy, then we need to get access to someone who can help us find these healthy people because we're not meant to do life alone, period. And if everyone up to right now in your everyday life has been toxic and unavailable to you, there are healthy and available people in the world that you can learn how to connect with and we can cut off unhealthy relationships or adjust them because some relationships you may not feel comfortable with completely cutting off, but just adjusting their proximity to you so that you can make way for healthy people. Okay. Everything is figure outable. Everything is workable. So that is it for today's episode. It's a short one, but hopefully it's an impactful one. Hopefully you found it helpful. Hopefully you found some encouragement and knowing that even though I will consistently be healing, 
that there are ways that I can celebrate myself in the meantime. And also, in case this wasn't clear enough, even though you will always be healing and working through layers, your ability to find pleasure and joy and happiness in the moment, to be unbothered with the amount of things that you have to heal and work through greatly increases. That's why I'm able to say, okay, I'm always going to be healing something as I go through life. And even though it's annoying, I don't feel this devastating despair as if my life is never going to get better because my life is already infinitely better. I already feel infinite amounts of peace and joy and access to myself. I have more wisdom when things do go awry. I have more self-accountability when I do make mistakes, when there are things I need to take ownership of. And when there are boundaries I need to set with people when I have to teach people how to treat me because, you know, people don't automatically come in knowing exactly how to love on you. And so I have access to that inner self-worth and awareness of what makes me happy and strength in myself and confidence in myself to be able to tell people those things. And I didn't have that before. And things are better because I have it now. So that's it for today's episode. I will see you next week. And in the meantime, take care of yourself. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Before we get started, let's take a small break to say thank you to this week's sponsors.